As you all know very well, today we are celebrating Janmashtami, the appearance in this world of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his original form, Krishna. So it's Krishna's birthday. And today is also your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Means your spiritual birthday. This is spiritual birth. It's also my birth because 46 years ago, it's my birthday, 46 years ago, I was formally initiated by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. Birth means, uh, it's not, obviously it's not a physical birth, but the <coughs> birth is given, that idea is given of initiation as birth in which the spiritual master is the father and the Vedic knowledge is the mother and the result of the child is the disciple. <clears throat> Which means that both things have to be there. Spiritual master and the Vedic knowledge for there to be initiation. Simply to accept initiation as a formality without wanting to learn or follow is not actual initiation. So one should learn the Vedic knowledge from the spiritual master. Vedic knowledge is all encapsulated in Srimad Bhagavatam Nigamakalpataro Galitam Palam, which is the ripened fruit of the tree of Vedic knowledge. So one has to learn this and one has to act according to that also. As Srila Prabhupada said, I, I remember Srila uh, Prabhupada in one class saying, you should make Srimad Bhagavatam your life. Srimad Bhagavatam, of course, means the 18,000 Bhagavat Purana. For us especially it means the edition given by Srila Prabhupada. But Bhagavatam being Krishna is not limited to the pages of a book. Just like we have the 18,000 verses of Bhagavatam and that is expanded with commentaries by so many acharyas. And we go on talking daily on the topics of Srimad Bhagavatam. So make Srimad Bhagavatam our life. What does that mean? Does it mean that we sit down and read Srimad Bhagavatam and we don't do anything else? No, we take the instructions and we apply them in our life. But we also need a guru to uh, tell us how to apply that in our life and to, to, uh, to guide us because even though Srila Prabhupada's books are clear, Srila Prabhupada made a great effort to 
present his books with great clarity. Uh, the writings of his own Gurudev, Srila Bhaktisthan Saraswati Thakur, were in very difficult language. It's in Bengali, but most Bengalis cannot understand it. You have to, if you know Bengali, you have to take some special guidance and practice to be able to read it. Actually, Bhaktisthan Saraswati Thakur's language is very clear what he's saying. But in, in Bengali, I'm saying, he mostly wrote in Bengali, but it is difficult to follow because of the, uh, the vocabulary he uses is highly Sanskritized and the concepts he gives are often uh, sometimes complex and also far above the understanding of people who are, to use one of the phrases that he used and I believed he coined, who are Apaswartha Parayana. They are attached to that which is not in or, or, or rather opposed to their own real self-interest. So that people are insane and therefore they can't understand. Even if, even if they can understand the words, and they can, even if they can understand what the words or the sentences mean, but they often can't understand what he says because people, they have an innate, actually it's not innate, it's, it, it's superficial, but it seems like it's real, uh, a tendency to envy Krishna. So Srila Prabhupada's writing style was, you, you could say just as Bhaktisiddhan Saraswatthakur, or I'm saying, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswatthakur's writing style was almost, it seems, deliberately difficult, although it was an innate characteristic of his personality, but it might seem that it's deliberately difficult. Srila Prabhupada's style was deliberately easy, not that he uh, not that he watered down the philosophy in any way whatsoever, but he presented it in language that was easy to understand, in English, which is another amazing achievement, how these concepts which, if it's in Bengali, then uh, or Hindi, or Telugu, or, it's close to Sanskrit. In all these languages, you can write or speak in such a way that everything you say or write is in Sanskrit except the grammatical construct, the, 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 the grammar, the things that hold the, the nouns and the verbs and the adverbs and the adjectives together. They are, th that is different. Otherwise, uh, the high level of the language is all Sanskrit. But Srila Prabhupada had to present in English, which is a very different language and not developed on the basis of spiritual culture with a whole different set of concepts. So Srila Prabhupada's books are undoubtedly uh, inspired by Krishna. They are as good as the Vedas. Um, 
they're on the same level or even better in the sense that for Kali Yoga, Srimad Bhagavatam, well, it is Veda, but it's, um, it's yeah, rather than uh, Rig, Yajur, Sama, Atharva, Vedas, if we can study Srimad Bhagavatam, that will benefit us more because uh, we are all Sri Shudra Dvija Bandhu Nam, Trayina Veda Gocharaha. We are not qualified. We're all on the level of uh, of women, shudras, and even those some of some of these candidates for initiation here, they are from at least I can see the name Tripati. Supposed to be Brahmins, Brahmins by birth, but Dvija Bandhu, not actually living as Brahmins until coming to the shelter of Srila Prabhupada's family. There may be some others also. Um, but those names are clearly uh, Brahmin names. But in, it's very hard to find a real Brahmin by birth in Kali Yuga. There are still some, even today, who are born in Brahmin families and they they grow up in that culture and they live like that. You'll find especially in holy places like Sri Rangam, that's uh, in Nathdwara, there are people like that. But in general, in Kali Yuga, people are very fallen and Srimad Bhagavatam is the Vedic knowledge which is useful for, or, or accessible for us in this age. Now, I'm supposed to be talking about guru and disciple, but I'm saying all this to make the point that it's not just a formality of sitting in a ceremony and being initiated. And I hope you, you all know this. I, I make a condition that you should read at least two cantos of the Bhagavatam and... Uh, Bhagavad Gita as it is, and the nectar of devotion before coming for initiation, unless you're illiterate. But I make that condition so you can have some idea of what you're doing uh, and so that you get some taste because definitely if you start to study Srila Prabhupada's books, you will get a taste and you'll want to do so more and more and more. And this is how I can help you. I'm supposed to be helping you as a father helps a child. It's an, it's an analogy. Uh, it's not that exactly I'm a physical father, but it, uh, it's an analogy because the father takes care of the child uh, and helps to bring them up. So they can also gradually, there's a saying in English, Child is the father of man. In other words, who is a child now is expected to be a father in future. So in the same way, those who are disciples now, they should be gurus in due course of time. Now, you may say, well, that's, uh, you may think that sounds, well, I, I'm just a beginner. So that's true. Just like if you see a child and you say, well, that's a father. 
And you think, well, that's how is that possible? It's just a child, but it's expected that the child will grow and take that responsibility of being a father, either uh, mostly physically we're talking about. Uh, they become, I didn't become a physical father in this birth, but uh, can become a spiritual father, or both. Grihastas, of course, can also give spiritual initiation. So it's expected that you can practice very seriously, study the Bhagavatam, act according to the principles of Bhagavatam, and teach that to others. And in this way, uh, the disciple fulfills the purpose of initiation by becoming a guru. Not out of a sense of false prestige, but if one can actually be a guru according to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order, Trunada Pisunichena Tororiva Sahishrana Amanina Manadena Kirtaniya Sadaharihi. He can be a guru by teaching to chant the holy names in all humility and with tolerance, giving respect to others, not wanting respect for himself. If he if one actually lives like that, then one is a guru. And uh, formally, or one may initiate or not, but one is practically uh, a guru because we, we have to live and teach. Uh, live the Bhagavatam and teach the Bhagavatam. Both things must be there. As Sanatana Goswami I told uh, Haridash Thakur, that uh, in the matter of being guru, acha kare keho na kare pracha pracha kare keho na kare acha. Acha pracha name karahodui karj to me sarva guru to me jagate arj. Sanatana Goswami said to Haridash Thakur, Sanatana Goswami himself is the guru of the whole, he is Jagat guru under the uh, guidance and shelter of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is certainly Jagat Guru. So Sanatana Goswami said to Haridash Thakur that some people, they practice Krishna consciousness very well, they follow all the rules very well, everything, but they don't preach. And some preach, but they're not properly fixed in following all the rules. But Sanatana said to Haridash Thakur that you do both in relation to the holy name. And therefore you are the guru of everyone. And you are the best person in the whole universe. Now Haridash Thakur, there's no record of him initiating anyone. There's no record of him being initiated by anyone either. But we don't have any record of him initiating anyone but he is the guru of the whole world, Jagat Guru. Uh, by his instructions, uh, and his life is his instruction. So, taking initiation, it means to become a disciple. It's a preparation process. Mm. 
Another example that Srila Prabhupada gave is that of being admitted into a school or college. One is admitted, but that doesn't mean that just by being admitted, just like you may be admitted to a prestigious university like Oxford or Cambridge or Harvard, but simply being admitted doesn't mean that one is already qualified as a graduate. One has to go through the course and pass the exam. Then one can be called a graduate. And in certain topics, just like in medicine, you can pass the exam, but you have to do it. There's also a practical exam, not just theoretical knowledge. And then there's internship. And then one can practice as a doctor. So in the same way, it's not that simply by getting initiated that one is perfect. One has to, it, it's an admission to a course of learning, studying Bhagavatam, living according to certain directions, and that has to be seen in one's practical life also. Even if one theoretically knows very well what is the process of devotional service? It has to be seen how one is practicing in one's own life, just as with a doctor. He may score 100% marks in the written examination, but then when he's asked to do a, some practical work, he messes it all up. So the, the real test is the is the practical work. We don't, even if a doctor is very good or a medical student is very good theoretically, if practically he prescribes the wrong, or fails to diagnose the disease properly and accordingly prescribes the wrong medicine or gives the medicine in excess or uh, he may, although maybe to himself and maybe to others also. He seems to be very qualified as a doctor. He's actually causing more harm than good due to his uh, not actually being, not really understanding what's going on, what, what he's supposed to be doing. So how do we understand? We're studying the Shastra. Yasya Deve Parabhakti Yata Deve Tata Guru Tasyaite Katitahyata Prakashante Mahanaha. Only unto those great souls who have great devotion for the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the Guru. Only to such great souls are all the imports of Vedic literature revealed. And if one understands the imports of all the Vedic literature, then certainly one will uh, surrender to Krishna and engage in his service. So this is what this is meant for, uh, this initiation. It's your s spiritual birth. <clears throat> and one is expected to follow. We're taking vows. Some don't. Some take initiation and then afterwards they don't. It's amazing how 
they, they come to the level of initiation, which means they have to follow seriously for some time, uh, to be even allowed to take initiation. But then after taking initiation for one reason or another, they fall away, which is uh, it's surprising. Because, or, well, maybe it shouldn't be surprising because maya is very strong. But if someone has understood, well, we expect them to understand that now I have the human form of life. I should dedicate my life. I've got the opportunity to dedicate my life to Krishna after many, many billions of births. Why should I do anything else but take this very seriously? So it's surprising that people go away also, which is uh, another reason why I ask my disciples to read the books, to practice carefully, to follow all the rules that Srila Prabhupada gave us, including not eating food cooked by non-devotees and uh, that might seem to be fanatical, although when I joined the movement when Srila Prabhupada was here, that was standard for all initiated devotees. Um, because this kind of thing is eating food cooked by non-devotees. It's, it's the kind of thing which is going to go against your development in Krishna consciousness. So, so when one takes initiation, another, another definition is given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Dika kale bhakta kare ata shamarpan. At the time of initiation, the devotee surrenders himself in the service of Guru and Krishna. So what is that surrender? Uh, that we have to understand from Shastra. Uh, we can understand that is anukulyasya sankalpa pratikulyasya tarjanam rakshishatiti vishvaso gopturitvevaranantata atma nikshepa karpanye sharavidha sharanagati. There are six aspects to this surrender, of which the first is to only do those activities which are beneficial for our advancement in Krishna consciousness to forswear those activities which are detrimental to our advancement in Krishna consciousness, to accept that Krishna is our maintainer, Krishna is our protector, to throw ourselves at Krishna and always to be very humble. So these kind of, these rules are given. Only take prasad. Don't think that you can buy some bread in the store say some mantras, and that's prasad. We have to offer to Krishna what he likes on his terms and conditions. So we have to surrender, yeah. Taking initiation means to live life on the terms and conditions given by the spiritual master, which are the terms and conditions given by the Supreme Personality of Godhead himself for our benefit. So please take it very seriously. Uh, don't mess your life up. Now you have this great opportunity. Yeah, so uh, take it very seriously. Go forward in Krishna consciousness uh, by the simple method, 
pure, very pure method, simple and pure, uh, we can become purified very simply and very easily. It might seem difficult to us, but actually it's very easy, the process, considering we don't have to perform austerities, severe austerities. Of course, on, on Janmashtami today, we're all fasting up until midnight, so that might seem like a severe austerity. But it's only once a year. And it's, it's not like the rishis of former years that used to do very severe austerities. It's not that we have to become a greatly learned scholar, no such thing. Simply we have to give our heart and our love to Krishna, which is practical also. It's not just by words, but see how we serve Krishna and how we uh, follow all the required practices. So I'm very happy to accept all of you today who are going to take initiation on behalf of His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada, who is acting on behalf of His Gurus. Uh, it's all a big chain, parampara, going up to the lotus feet of Krishna. So we hold on to the lotus feet of our Guru. We know He's holding on to the lotus feet of His Guru. And ultimately, the chain goes all the way up to Krishna and the mercy comes down. Uh, mercy is required. We have to make our effort and try to do our best in Krishna consciousness. But at the same time, we should know that without the mercy of Hari, Guru and Vaishnavas, we cannot progress at all. So having said that, um, we can move on to the actual initiation part and I will re I request all those who are to be initiated to uh, first offer obeisance. Do you have a picture of Srila Prabhupada or the deity there? Go and offer obeisance um, to Srila Prabhupada and then to, uh, you have the picture altar, I presume, of, of uh, Sri Sri Gornitai, Sri Sri Radha Krishna, and then um, we'll go ahead with the, uh, in, with, with, with the ceremony. <clears throat> 